Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Should we get into this bitch? Absolutely. All right. Well, hi, I'm Sarah. This is Scott. Welcome to Books and Buddies. And there's a I feel like there's always going to be someone that's like more of a professional. Like, you know, when you need an adult and you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, I'm the adult. There's always someone that's more of an adult. I feel like I feel like that's what I mean. Like, even if I am technically a professional, one day there will be someone that's more of a professional. Yeah, that's fair. I get that. Unless you like, I don't know, run your own business. Maybe you'll start your own law firm. That would be crazy. All right. What is your bevy? this episode get him right into it all right uh i am double fisting my bevies today i have a nice cup of water or i guess a bottle of water i don't think it matters (laughs) either way it's just water is this yeah this would be a bottle of water Never mind. I don't was... think you really needed to specify or correct <laughs> yourself. Yeah, I just, I was unsure, so I thought about it. Um, and then I have a mug of, I was going to tilt it to show you, but I'm going to spill it on my things. Um, some very flat Sprite that I have left over in my fridge and vodka. And an ice cube, but it's gone now, so. Fancy. <laughs> Sorry, it's slightly late for me, and I've had a long day, so I might might be a little little strange. You act as if you're not already strange without. <laughs> I know, but it it adds to it. That's true. What is your bevy? I am actually just drinking water. Ooh, I did not have time to get any bevies. Um, do you have a reason for drinking this episode? I finished my first year moot. I did that this morning and now I'm done. Well, I don't know what that is. It's like, um, I think the closest thing I can uh, relate it to is like a mock trial, but it's not, it's not trial. It's not a mock job. It's like it's like that. Fair enough. 
got to wear a pantsuit. Honestly, the first time I have dressed slightly nice um, in in front of some of my classmates and this prof, because her class is early. I'm not a morning person. So every time I go to class, specifically this class, I always wear either leggings or like very loose jeans and a hoodie. That's the look. And it has been since September. (laughs) And today I was like in a blazer and like heeled boots and things. And I was like, (laughs) it it is me. (laughs) Surprise. Did you, was it, was it a pink suit? Did you, did you legally blonde it up? No, I went full, full black. Mm. I, I feel more powerful in black pantsuits. Also, I don't own a pink one. Figure it um, out. I need to get on that. My apologies. I will do that for my next move. It's in second year, so I have some time. Save for a hot pink pantsuit. I I'd go everywhere in that pantsuit. That'd be like my, oh, you want you want to grab coffee this morning? Pantsuit. Drinks Gotta tonight? Get some groceries? Pantsuit. Groceries? Pantsuit. Gym? Obviously pantsuit. And heels, like walking on a treadmill. Oh my God, yeah. No, With a doing, small dog in a purse. Doing my squats? Pantsuit. It's going to be have to be some loose pants. They're too tight. <laughs> squats not going to work. <laughs> I've forgotten where we started. <laughs> I asked you what your reason for drinking was. Oh, yeah. I, I finished my pantsuits. Got it. Mm-hmm. Went too far into the pantsuits. I got a little lost. Um, yeah, but it went it went well enough, I think. I, I'm not really big on public speaking. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it is. Um, and basically you have like an argument laid out and then our prof who was like the pretend judge questions you on your own argument and I was like oh I hate like, that so they're like did you think about it like this but what if and I'm like do I look like I thought about it like that no <laughs> you can't answer like that <laughs> I was very sweaty but survived I would crumble. I would literally just like fall to the ground. Like I didn't do well in high school law class. Like when I had oh, to yeah. like state my opinions in front of a class. No, thanks. Absolutely I rem- not. I remember you telling me about that actually. Cause I, I never took a uh, law in high school, but I remember you had like a debate or something that you had to do. <laughs> You're like, I hated that. It was awful because when I was against Holly, like for those who are (laughs) listening like she's just like super super smart um and the other thing that like sucked about it was like she and I never really differed in opinions like there was like a list of topics that we could choose from um and every single thing we were like no yeah like I think it's this way and I was oh yeah same like we didn't we kind of had like the same political views on a lot of the subjects and then there was one where it's like I was really grasping at straws, but I was like, okay, I could see how like I could like empathize with like the other side of this argument. I don't really remember what it was, but like 
whatever. And so like, obviously, because I didn't really have a super strong opinion on it, it was like harder for me to argue it. And then she like, obviously went like all in because it was her. And I was just in front of the class, like not doing well because I was arguing a point that I didn't really agree with to begin with. And I sweating, sweating, lots of it. I'm sure my face was so red. Oh, trauma. I don't like that. I, I feel like if I could only control my face redness, I would be much more powerful individual. But as soon as I'm like even lightly uncomfortable, red. Yeah. Immediate tomato immediately it's never like it's never a little either like it's never like I just get like a little cute embarrassing blush on my just my cheeks that's like oh she's like a little shy no it's like my entire face is just like red and I'm like (laughs) why why are you drinking um nice cup of water I am drinking I honestly don't really have a good reason for drinking. I don't have a lot of excitement in my life right now. Oh, I did not do nearly as well as I thought I was going to on my uh, quiz that we thought I was going to ace. Did not ace. Yeah, I feel like I, yeah, like I don't really struggle with like applying math, but when it comes to like understanding the concepts of math, I have a harder time because like when I was practicing and when I was studying, like I was grasping the concepts I was you know I was able to do all of the practice questions I took a practice quiz and got like 80 percent um so like I think it was just like a mindset thing for me um but there will be more quizzes and then I'm hoping that like if I do well enough on the rest of like the stuff then I can be like I don't I mean the quiz is literally worth one percent of my mark so it's like you're good yeah I'm not worried but if it like makes her I don't I it definitely won't make or break anything but as long as I do well in the rest of the course and I like just don't let myself get into that headspace again I'll be fine yeah I feel like something about like school you you can fall into that mindset where you just put so much pressure on yourself to do well it just makes like school is stressful enough on its own like giving yourself that added level of pressure is just brutal but mm-hmm. it's good that was only like a small quiz yeah you live and you learn you live and you learn anyways I think that's it I mean that's why I drink fair enough good good reason for a cup of water mm-hmm. <laughs> Or a talk about this book. Oh yes. We yes. we actually haven't even slightly discussed this book. So sometimes we can't really wait. We're all like texting snippets of my thoughts, but like I, I don't think I said anything this time. Yeah, I don't think I said anything either. And like usually our thoughts are just kind of like not really thoughts. It's just like this book and a specific writing style where I can tell what your feelings are. <laughs> <laughs> I convey 
tone <laughs> through text message yeah because it's like if it's this book dot 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 I'm like oh she's not impressed she's not she's not having it if it's in all caps I know that there's a lot going on and that you're either excited or in distress or I do love to text just the word brah <laughs> <laughs> that conveys my emotion a lot of the time yeah and again it do- it does depend on like the style of bruh yeah we haven't really talked about this book at all i did a massive power read today out of you actually fin- i finished this book like last oh actually wednesday i think uh, something we should talk about because I feel like we're not very good at talking about things that are like topical when the episodes are released. But as we are recording this, uh, this episode comes out on March 1st, I believe. Um, definitely. And we are recording in February and we realize this is just something I want to address because I feel like I need to like kind of check my privilege a little bit I feel like we should have talked a little bit more about Black History Month on this podcast when it was getting released during Black History Month like I feel like we should have read more from Black authors or just anything like that so I just want to apologize uh to the listeners for kind of being an ignorant white person and I will do better we will do better Yes, we did not think ahead very well. I mean, we are definitely still new to this podcast, so it's, and we, I think for a while we were doing pretty well, like we did an, a thing for Halloween, but we didn't really do anything for Christmas, um, obviously didn't do anything for Valentine's Day, uh, it didn't, you know, we just didn't, we haven't been on the ball with the holidays and important um times and years such as black history month uh so yeah as as we continue to do this podcast we do want to get better at addressing things that are important and i also wanted to say uh did you do anything for valentine's day because obviously we didn't talk about it when it was important but um or like we didn't talk about your plans for valentine's day like before when the episode was getting released like right (laughs) the day after valentine's (laughs) day um but as we're recording this it's on the 15th so valentine's day was yesterday so we can just talk about it now fair enough um uh well i'm uh long distance currently with my boyfriend so We'd not really have Valentine's Day plans, but we did have dinner over FaceTime. Had sushi. It's cute. That's actually super fucking cute, <laughs> and I hate you. Romance in the 21st century <laughs> FaceTime dates. Sounds about right. What about you? Are you doing anything? Um, yeah, me and my roommate Sapphire and her friend Veda. Um, we all did like a cheesy kind of painting night and we painted birdhouses, um, all cute and Valentine-y. <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok of Kevin Jonas p- picking up um, 
his daughter from school. She's in like the back of the car. She's like, we made birdhouses. And then Kevin's like, she doesn't even know. Because like from Camp Rock. Oh, yeah. ideal this is what tiktok is for that's what that just reminded me of but that's very cute are are they like uh are you gonna put them outside and like use them i think i want to yeah at least i want to with mine that's a fun valentine's day activity yeah it was pretty fun i mean me and veda are both single and uh sapphire's boyfriend did not ask her to be her valentine or his valentine so she was like well i'm gonna hang out with the girls um but yeah, it was super, it was super fun. Um, all right. So after all of that, should we get into the book? <laughs> yes. Um, so for this episode, we read um, Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo. It is basically about a heist. Katrina needs to stop laughing at me. I struggled with that name for a while. For those of you who care. Um, but yeah, it's basically about a heist and a bunch of, uh, criminals, I guess, who are hired to perform said heist. And it's apparent, it's supposed to be an impossible heist. Um, overall, it is a, it is a fantasy book. Um, it's broken up into five, no, six, six parts. It was pretty good. Do you have anything spoiler-free to say other than it's pretty good? <laughs> pretty good. Um, it does start with a nice map in the front. You know we like maps. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, um, oh, it is written in all the heist people's slash a characters main character all the main characters perspectives so it switches in between them so it's just written under like the chapter whose perspective it's from i feel like i know uh, we're iffy on that sometimes we like it sometimes we don't you less so um i thought it was good i like the switching i think it was necessary to switch or i would have gotten incredibly bored i think i Here's the thing. I liked the switching in this book. I I think the Atlas Six is the only book so far that I haven't liked the switching of perspectives. And I was thinking about it because I wanted to like have a reason for it. Um, I think the reason I have liked it in this book and in Dance of Thieves, which is the other book that had the switching of perspectives, is because it I feel like it flowed better between perspectives than the Atlas Six, where it's like if two people are in a scene together, it's like one from one person's perspective and then it's someone else who was there. Um, And, but yeah, like I feel like with the Atlas Six, it would be like from one person's perspective and then um, it would jump to like this person is in this room doing this thing and then now it's this person who's in this room doing something completely unrelated to what was happening before okay i i see what you mean yeah you're right it wasn't very like cohesive in the way it switched back and forth yeah which is like i get it like it's it 
I understand why it was the way it was for the Atlas Six. I just found it hard to follow along. Um, whereas like with this book, I feel like it was like a little more chronological and there was a better flow between the perspectives um, instead of it. I just felt like the Atlas Six was a little bit choppy. Fair enough. And that's my opinion on that. Um, I feel like we haven't been very good at the spoiler-free parts lately. I feel like it's hard to say much without giving away what happens. Yeah, it's true. What, like, what can you say? This is it. This is book one of two books in a series. So um, I, I do have other things I could say. Okay. Um, <laughs> like trying to think of something. This book or this series essentially follows after the Shadow and Bone series, which is a series that neither one of us have read. Um, but upon further research, I thought it would be similar to like Dance of Thieves. But I guess the Shadow and Bone series does follow the same characters. So it would have essentially given a backstory for this series. So I kind of feel like we should have read it first. We just haven't heard as good reviews for Shadow and Bone. So we kind of wanted to just like skip it because um, we assumed it would be a similar vibe to The Dance of Thieves. But if you haven't read this book and you really want to, I think I might recommend reading Shadow of Bones first. Because I was pretty lost for a while with some of the characters. Yeah, there is. Because there's six main characters. And it, like in a whole nother world. And the book's only like, I don't know, four or five hundred pages. It's a lot of information in the beginning where, uh, yeah, you do, it's a bit of a while to like actually grasp anything. I was very confused for a while. So mm-hmm. six of them. Um, or the Shadow and Bone series might be a bit helpful. However, I don't think it was necessary for the story itself to read the previous books. It would just help, like, set you in the world, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I feel like after the first, like, I feel like I was finally in a groove, like, maybe halfway through the second part. I just feel like it was mostly the first part where I was kind of, like, there was just like a, a lot of terms that I didn't really understand. And a lot of di- like, there's a lot of different regions um, in this thing. There's also like different gangs. Um, they all come from different places too. They all do different things. Their yeah. careers have different names. Their careers have bosses that have different names. It's a lot. Yeah. So it was a lot, it was a lot to grasp, but I mean, I thought it was good. And anything else to add that's spoiler free or you got a overall rating um wait don't say it let me let me, let me solidify my choice first okay okay i will I say might be a slight surprise huh that's, <laughs> <laughs> that makes me nervous um okay i did really like this book um, I will say I didn't love it. It wasn't like on da- Dance of Thieves level for me. Um, I think the 
I guess another thing that I could say that's like kind of spoiler free. I don't know. I feel like I was pretty hooked in the beginning and there was kind of a lull in the middle that I where I was like a little bit less interested in what was happening. Um, but yeah, I did. I did like this book. Um, I liked this, the perspectives that were in the book and um overall I gave it an eight or an 8.5 but I think I'm gonna stick with eight because it just wasn't I mean I liked it but I didn't love it but it was definitely like a above average for me like I liked it more than a lot of other books we've read for the podcast fair enough yeah so I feel like for me I feel like either like seven, seven point five, but I'm feeling more of a seven. That was that was my strong initial write down. I just feel like it was fine, but you're right in saying that there there was a bit of a lull, and for there to be so much happening in a book, and for me to be bored in the middle, mm-hmm. is it just wasn't like it wasn't great I was just like okay like something happened please um I don't know it it was just like it was nothing special I don't think it was just like it was a fine book it was like a good fantasy there was a lot of hype around it too Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a little bit unfortunate where I was excited to read and I'm like I actually don't don't agree with the hype as much because I've seen much more of Six of Crows than I have seen of Dance of Thieves and uh, Vow of Thieves and I cannot understand that like yeah however the ending I liked yeah I think if the book had been like shorter and cut out that kind of lull then I would understand the hype around the book because I like I just feel like the only reason my rating is like a little bit lower is just because of that lull in the middle because I feel like I liked the beginning even though it was hard to grasp the characters I liked the characters that I was getting introduced to um and I liked the world and I was getting I was getting really into it and then the lull happened and I was like kind of falling out of it and then like the ending kind of happened and I was like oh shit like I'm I would I did get like back into it once um like the action kind of started picking up again um so I, I just feel like if they had like made it a bit shorter and like kept the pace a bit quicker yeah I feel like I, I am still excited to read the next one. Um, I think now that we've like established an understanding of this world, it'll make a lot more sense. And, ma- and maybe some of the things that I thought were left, where I was like, I'm sorry, what? Will be brought back in book two, where I think it needs to be brought back. I'm trying to say all of that without spoiling anything, but I don't know if I really did. I mean, I just think you, I think you just missed something. (laughs) I don't think I did. All right. So I feel like let's just get into the spoilers. Um, Chapter one is juiced. Yes. That's whose perspective it is from. That is the only chapter in the book 
that is in his perspective. And that is the only chapter that his name is mentioned for the entirety of the book. I understand that the girl he has a crush on is it like that's the whole thing. She is there in the end. I get that. However, you know who is not? Juiced. Why did I have to learn that he had a crush on her? It was irrelevant. Okay, yes. But like you do know what happened to him, right? To to Juiced? Yeah. Yeah, like the blast through when she was using all her powers and stuff. Okay. I thought you were asking what happened to him. No, no, no. My point is, we learned about him, Mm -hmm. his understanding of the world, his perspective, who his likes, his dislikes, people that were mean to him, what he does for a job, what he's aspiring to be. For what? (laughs) What was the point? I don't know. I didn't have an issue with that, really, because it did. I hated it. I, I liked Juiced. I mean, I like. I think. I feel like I. I don't know. I mean, it showed about like her character and how like she didn't care like who she killed and in that like moment, and it showed like the, I don't know, the power of the drug. I don't know. I didn't. I feel like. I, yeah, I didn't have an uh, didn't have an issue with it. I feel like it easily could have been written from one of the six perspectives, being like, "Oh, like they like witnessed her kill that kid," and they're like, just in passing, they're like, "Yeah, like I know he lurks around her shop all the time, like blah 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 through the grapevine." They knew that he was really into her because apparently it was very apparent to everyone. Yeah, but if any one of them had been there, they would be dead because everyone who was there died. Yeah, but you know, the, the sneaky way that they don't die. They <laughs> never die. <laughs> but no. Point being, I think it was unnecessary. Like, you could have given me less backstory on Zeus and just, like, had that incident happen. And this I would true. have accepted it. I did not need an entire chapter dedicated to making me like this character for nothing. I I did not appreciate that. Yeah, I can tell you're you're passionate right now. Yeah, I don't I don't want to thought I literally the whole time I was hoping something would tie back juiced. Someone would mention juiced, someone would know him, anything. <laughs> I mean I feel like when you found out because like you never really like when you read the juice chapter you don't know what happens like you don't find out that you know everyone has died so like I felt a little sad for juice like I feel like it was I don't know I do like I do feel like I would have preferred it if it was just from like no one's perspective and it was just like this is a thing that happened um but I mean I don't know I feel like it did kind of like have a little bit of shock value just because it was from his perspective and then when you like read that he's died you're like what he's died I thought he was gonna come back 
I guess I can I can see that I can see that benefit too. Did I appreciate that perspective? No. <laughs> Do I understand yeah, I, that it could be useful? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was more for like a shock and like kind of to make people like feel bad for Juice because he was like totally in love with her and then she was his doom. Yeah, I also feel like shock value. Kill one of the main characters, then I'll be shocked. Don't. (laughs) Okay. Don't. But you know what I mean? Like. No, it's true. It's true. It was a little weird. It's like killing off a side character and being like, okay. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks for making me read that. I thought you didn't know that he died. So I was like, what do you mean you don't know that- <laughs> what happened to him? No, I just like, I don't understand in the story, like why that would, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you be put in without developing to then die? Whereas you're just like, here's a character. He is gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's fair. Like imagine in The Shining. There was no development. It was just like, I am a murderer. I killed you. Okay. <laughs> Where's the story? <laughs> you know, that's fair. That's fair. That, that, was, that was my issue number one. I, I, I spent a long time talking about that. We named that on. <laughs> I, was, I was a bit dramatic. It's not that bad that it's from his perspective. I just mildly didn't like it as much as I could have. I'm making it seem much worse. I am being dramatic. <laughs> well, we're always dramatic. Um, <sighs> what What was your favorite uh, storyline? Like specifically, I mean. I realized that was a, a very vague question. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> one storyline. <laughs> Juice's uh, character arc. That was my favorite storyline from uh, the, the first chapter sen- to his death. <laughs> Sensitive topic. Don't bring up Juice. Um, like, I mean, like, <laughs> Nina and Mateus or Kaz and Inedge. Don't know how you pronounce her name, but that's how I read it in my head, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I or or Jasper and uh, what's his face? Yes, <laughs> uh, what's his name? <laughs> I don't want to say what's his face. That's so rude. All I can think of is a Walter, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. No, it's not Walter. All I can think of is like Walter or William. I feel like there's no chapters from his perspective. I'm re- I'm realizing Wyland. Wyland. There's no chapters from Wyland's perspective, is there? Yeah, there's no no chapters. <laughs> you know whose <laughs> perspective chapter one could have been from? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. That would have probably made more sense than Juiced because. Wyland's actually like a main character and he's the guy's son, right? 
there were options other than juice. <laughs> I think I like the juice chapter just because you're so upset about it. Like the more you get angry about it, the more I'm like, I love it. An unbelievable number of better options for me. Um, so what my favorite storyline was? Um, yeah, so out of those three. Out of those three, I think probably um I think Nina and Matthias. I like their I like their storyline. I did like Kaz and Anedges. <laughs> it's hard to make that name plural. Anedges? Whatever. Their storyline. Um more towards the end than like during the book I just think it took a long time for us to get to that point and there wasn't really I feel like this a lot of what was set up in this book it requires a second book so I feel like maybe once we read the second book it'll make us appreciate book one more Mm -hmm. so maybe this will do the exact opposite of what Dance of Thieves did and increase this rating for me maybe um yeah, no, like, I actually, I put a sticky note beside, I was going to talk about this. Um, I like Matthias's, uh character arc probably the most. Like, obviously, he had the most character development. We're big I on that. We love character development. <laughs> um, and I feel like I could definitely, like, kind of see it coming. Um, but, uh, like in the beginning there was like a part in um chapter seven where they like take matthias like they break him out and he's like on the boat um and he just doesn't want to be there he's like just not having it and he's like thinking in his mind how he can get out of the situation but like when you're reading it you can tell that he's like so incredibly fucked like he's not getting out of it because he's like okay like unhook the rope disable Jess, Jesper, take hold of the oars. Like, and he makes like this whole like list in his mind. And then he's like, wait, wait, no, that won't work. I've got to do this first, then this first, then this first. And just like, you can tell that he's like, just like not going to succeed. Um, but he's really like fighting to get out of the situation that he's in, which I just, I found that funny. Yeah, I, I feel like his, his character surprised me a little bit. Um, especially towards the end, I really did not know how that was going to turn out. I wasn't sure because I specifically, I know this is skipping a lot, (laughs) but I wrote down as soon as you find out, maybe I'll come back to this later, whatever. He's a great, great character. No, I'm going to talk about it now. So (laughs) he... Mateus, you literally find out that um, Nina gets lured and trapped with the help of Matthias, and you hear his voice, and I wrote down in all caps, no. And then, and then it continues for several pages, and then 
they, when he like looked at her through the glass, I was like, oh my God, like I genuinely thought it was going to like turn around and this was all like an elaborate plan. And at this point I had accepted that no, Matias actually hates Nina. That's it. This was his ultimate plan. But then, then he doesn't, he lets her go, fights his own captain. It was a beautiful, beautiful character development. I was so excited. Yeah. Matias definitely had the biggest character arc out of all of them. Like I feel, I feel like all of the other characters kind of stayed relatively the same. He was the one who like kind of showed the most change. He went through a lot. Yeah, he he had a he went through some things. Um, I feel like there was a lot of like really like during the book, like maybe this is like only kind of in the beginning I guess like really like subtle twists um again because we talked about there being a bit of a lull in the middle I feel like the the beginning of the book there were some small like subtle twists like where you find out that Joost was dead um the other one I'm gonna bring up Joost as much as possible yeah why you gonna bring it up um (laughs) the passion I have for that man (laughs) he was just trying to live his best life then he dies tragically um the hands of a girl he liked yep very sad but i feel like another like subtle twist that i wasn't really expecting was finding out that um wylan was jean van Eck's son that's true it did come as like a <laughs> it is a fairly immediate twist but it yeah. was a it was a bit of a oh. But I was just kind of like, oh. Finding out that his dad was sending him letters because he knew he couldn't read them was cruel. That was fucked up to find out. You know, there was like a lot of twists at the end. Like, I feel like the last um, part, I like I have the most sticky notes in the last part because I was just like, what? what like just a lot of things that I wasn't (laughs) wasn't fully expecting I I did love how Kaz was like so casual about um Wyland not being able to read he was like so some people are good at things and like some are not good at other things like it's fine Mm -hmm. and I also liked that this book um I thought it was fun that like Kaz is so secretive so it was like interesting to read from like other people's perspectives being like I know Kaz is hiding something um and then I don't know Kaz just was like always very calm cool and collected with the exception of like some parts but um I liked reading from those perspectives and I liked reading from Kaz's perspective because he would like Yeah, a lot of times it would be like a bunch of other people's perspectives and they would like not know the full story and then you would read it from Kaz's perspective and you would like find it out and it would, I don't know, I liked that. I thought that was cool. I also love, this is like right in the beginning, um, when their like boat got ambushed and mm-hmm. they, uh, 
took a captive mm-hmm. to like get questions out of and you know how like in a lot of books you always let the captive live and then the captain or captive comes back and like does something bad to one of the main characters it's something like that usually mm-hmm. um <laughs> i was not expecting it literally kaz is like oh yeah like if you if you tell me what i want like i'll let you live basically <laughs> and then so the, the captive i think his name is uh uman uman mm-hmm. yeah uman tells Cass what he wants after he rips his eyeball out yeah that was <laughs> i did not like reading that that was gross it was a way more graphic than i was expecting it to be i was like oh, i made a i made a note the fair warning this book is a little bit graphic just in the one part the specific <laughs> part yep in one sentence it's a big (laughs) trigger warning don't say i didn't warn you but no and then immediately Cass is like okay and then shoves uman over the edge of the boat into the water and just kills him Mm -hmm. i was like i did not expect that I did like Kaz's character a lot. He didn't, I mean, like, he didn't really have a lot of growth up until the end, but I did, I don't know, I feel like it was interesting, like, reading from, like, a bunch of criminals' perspectives as well. Like, I I thought that was fun, because, like, I think I've talked before about, I think it was, like, The Shining mostly, where I've talked about, like, how um, it's kind of cool to, like, read from an unreliable source because like obviously Jack was like kind of going crazy but I feel like this is like a different version of that where like Kaz is just really sneaky which I liked yeah he was he's had a hard life mm-hmm. oh actually something I did want to mention um at like the very end of the book like the acknowledgments mm-hmm um the author says that um she is a degenerative condition called austin um osteonecrosis uh, which basically translate to bone death and that's why uh, she made um the protagonist like kaz to struggle with like similar symptoms to what she has i just thought that was interesting i did not read the acknowledgments so thank you for that yeah i i wanted to mention that right at the beginning but i forgot but yeah i thought that was uh, interesting Hmm. um you know what I thought of the it's just like part of the book where they're talking about uh the ice court Mm -hmm. um they're like wondering how they get all their water (laughs) the court's up on a hill so where's like the aqueduct (laughs) I was like why core like elementary school high school memories why do I have so much mental information on aqueducts? It's I have unnecessary. I do unnecessary. not share the same knowledge. So 
care to uh enlighten us no. oh my god i think it was you don't know about aqueduct <laughs> why why do i know that no it's like a the way that cities used to get water and like let me show you i think if you see a picture you'll know exactly what i mean i am very visual See, that looks like a bridge, but you get the idea. It's like this. Like they, they'd use it and the water would travel through. Like I remember just... those now. Yeah. Yes. See, aqueducts. That's immediately what I thought of when I read of that. And I was like, why is it necessary for me to know? But doing our own taxes, absolutely. Roman aqueducts, aqueducts. Mm, I feel like aqueducts makes more sense because it's like aqua. That sounds like I've said it too many times. It's not a word to me anymore. Sorry. Moving on. I may have pronounced it incorrectly like ten times right there. (laughs) That's okay. Um. Uh. I really enjoyed um Wylan and Jesper's dynamic a lot especially towards the end like how they were like kind of becoming bros like I feel like I wasn't like a huge fan of Jesper's character I don't know he just wasn't my favorite um but I I I loved Wylan's character and how he was just like such an underdog and he like was just kind of like he had no idea what he was doing at any point, but he was just going for it. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I loved Wyland. He was he was doing his best. He does some great things too. Yeah, exactly. He was just doing his best, and he was getting roasted the whole time. And I, maybe I can just relate to that. <laughs> also, I thought like uh, Jasper and Wyland's like dynamic I wasn't sure if they were just being like friendly or if they were flirting but then when you get to the part when they're like talking about something and then one of them is like oh yeah girls and then Wyland's just like just girls (laughs) and Jasper goes no not just girls and I was like oh my god they are flirting (laughs) I know it was so good freaking love it yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I'm kind of at the point. I think, okay, so I'm I'm kind of at the part in my notes where I'm at the lull, aka I just have like a very thick part in the book where there are no sticky notes. Um, but I do have like, I don't know, I feel like I have a reason for not liking the middle part as much. Um because I feel like what they were doing in the middle of the book, like giving the characters a lot of backstory and stuff like that, like I feel like that should have happened in the beginning, but instead the beginning kind of- Was juiced. Okay, yes. (laughs) One, it was juiced. Two, if you wanna let me finish my point. Absolutely not. The only point is juiced. (laughs) That's all I I took out of this. Um, but like, I feel like in the beginning it was like, there was juiced 
And then the rest of the book after Juiced in the beginning of the book kind of ramps up and like picks up momentum slowly. And then after you already have like a fair amount of momentum, there's a big lull where you're getting character backstory, which I think should have happened after after Juiced. (laughs) And then it would have picked up momentum and then picked up more momentum from the end. Like I feel like, you know. Yes, I feel like you're right. It was kind of like, hmm? Hmm. Ah! <laughs> Towards the end. <laughs> you know, it would have been a real surprise <laughs> if Juice didn't die <laughs> and he was at the ice court. There's a lot of things that I just need juice to come back is my point. But yeah, it, it was just, it was an unnecessary lull. It could have just been put in the beginning. Yeah. I feel like it, you're right. It would have made. A, Even if it was just put, cause I feel like the lull really kind of started happening. It was part. Part three was like kind of bad. Um, but then in part four, I have like literally no sticky notes whatsoever. And so it's like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it just could have been like, the story could have been structured differently for me. And I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit better because the middle was really hard for me to read. Cause then it, I would be, they would be like, cause this is at the point where they are traveling to get to the ice court and I'm like super excited about it I'm like oh it's happening um and then like it's just kind of a lot of traveling and then a lot of flashbacks yeah I I also didn't mm, didn't love it yeah I think like the only major thing that happened that I have a sticky note for is when um Nina and Matias get in that huge argument when they find a bunch of um like dead Grishas that were burned on a pyre yeah that was like that was like the only thing that um really sparked my interest for like the whole middle of the book (laughs) that's pretty dark yeah fair well I mean ah a whole bunch of dead bodies interested (laughs) I mean was that whimsical for you love love it we all, we all know murder is very whimsical for me. <laughs> and war. Um, and then, yeah, and then there was those people that came in and, like, attacked them, but I didn't really, I didn't understand that. I think that was just to show, like, the use of the drug hmm. against them. Maybe. Like, for, like, a personal understanding and, like, also, I think someone was competing with them to get to right. the course. So I think it was like a competing group that had access to the drug and then was giving it to a Grisha. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I was really lost in the middle of the book, like almost more so than in the beginning. Because at least in the beginning, I was getting invested because there I just feel like there was so much more momentum in the beginning. 
Like, am I wrong? <laughs> really, what I'm hearing you say is the juiced storyline should have continued. And that's what's wrong with this book. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> literally not what I said at all, but okay. <laughs> no, but you're right. I do. I do actually agree with you too. I wonder if, uh, sorry. No, I was going to say, I feel like, I, I, I know I didn't hate the juiced chapter as much as you did, but I feel like my perfect structure would be if the juiced chapter happened not from his perspectives and, and it was just like a short chapter describing the scene from no one's perspective. And then Kaz talking to um, John Fennec. Um, and then like, as we're introduced to the characters, we get their backstories as well. Cause I feel like we didn't get much backstories. Like in the beginning we got like their powers and like a little bit, but like when, um, Nina was like upset and like was having a really hard time emotionally when they were, uh, breaking Matthias out we didn't really have a reason for that until halfway through the book and by then I didn't care anymore oh yeah I was <laughs> I didn't understand anyone's relationship at that point I was like who who are we breaking out of prison exactly so like it, why like is I just... everyone so dramatic yeah yeah I feel like love. backstory should have come first call me crazy and then like um yeah, I just feel I feel like one, it could have been shorter, a little more concise. And the backstory should have been put before the middle of the book when I've like kind of stopped caring. Agreed. Also, another thing that I didn't love was when they were in like the first prison breaking Matthias out. Gaz is like, okay, we're breaking you out. And then Matthias is like, no, like it's it's never been done before. You can't break out. And then they break out, obviously. And then Kaz then tells the plan to Matthias that they're going to break in or like get arrested in the ice court and then have to break out. And then again, he's like, no, it's never been done. You can't break out of that. And I was like, okay, well, clearly they just broke you out of the first jail when you said it couldn't be done. So maybe have some more faith. I just feel like any other character should have said that not him like, like why are you so negative you know they can do it they just broke you out of the first jail that you said no can't be done <laughs> I mean I don't know I feel like his whole character up until like the last part of in the book he's very set in his ways <laughs> like he's not he's like like obviously I picture him as very young but you know like grumpy old men who just like refuse to accept a different opinion that's yeah. what I am. That's what he's. That's what his like soul is. There, he's just like. Nah. I just feel like if someone had mere moments ago <laughs> broken me out of a prison that I thought was imp impossible to break out of, and then they were like, "Okay, we're gonna do it for another prison," I'd probably be like, "Okay, <laughs> like <laughs> if you could do it once, you could do it again." I feel like he also like. I hated the characters that 
like he didn't like Kaz from the get-go and he obviously didn't like Nina because of their history that we weren't aware of at the time um but like I feel like maybe if it was like his original like kind of clan and like his original leaders he probably would have gone on with it better like I feel like he was just being difficult because of the company he was with you know fair fair because I feel like if his old leader had been like we're gonna do this he would just like follow blindly and been like okay you know what I mean yeah (laughs) I I, I probably read too much into that (laughs) it's just like I feel like you also read too much into juiced no (laughs) don't fight me on the juice thing (laughs) it it is a valid opinion (laughs) I accept that you have your own I just think it's wrong (laughs) I also think it's really funny because his name kind of sounds like juice it does sound like juice so sometimes I just like I (laughs) you get angry and it sounds like you're talking about juice (laughs) passionate about juice but yeah Mm. I feel like once the break-in and like once things were getting like set in motion I was back invested in the book as soon as they got into prison like Mm -hmm. in the ice court the thing the pics in Kaz's mouth when they found them when they were getting searched I thought that was not like a planned find I thought they actually found them and I was like oh no I was having Wyland's reaction of panic I feel like yeah I I agree I was also very stressed I was like what do you mean they found the pics you need those to get out um and then yeah finding out that Jesper is also what was it a fabricator I think um that was was super cool yeah that was like a twist I just feel like I may be harping on this too much I feel like like my midsection of the book is your juice (laughs) we're like these are the two things that like just really brought down our own personal ratings and we can't let it go (laughs) can't let it go I but it's like I so much like. happened in the beginning and so much happened in the end and nothing <laughs> happened in the middle. So, the issue was the book started too strong. Juice carried it. <laughs> that's why the middle was a lull. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, I do appreciate that like most of the characters, there like history got brought back in in the end where like in edge uh her person that was like her captor earlier was there at the ice court mm-hmm. uh yarl brum <laughs> i don't know how to say his name <laughs> like the person that <laughs> nina feared the most was also there um I don't know. I just thought I thought it was fun that they were all brought back and made it made it slightly more interesting. But that doesn't fix the low or juiced. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But like, and then when like Kaz kind of like went and disappeared, and like I feel like for most of the book, Kaz is like 
so calm, cool, and collected, and he always has a plan, and he's, like, always one step ahead, so kind of seeing his character unravel, like, when he was going into the prison, and he fainted, and, like, he realized he was asleep for, like, hours, um, and then, like, when he went off on his own to, like, and, like, no one, you know, like, it wasn't a part of the plan, and everyone was, like, where the fuck is Kaz, like, I kind of liked that, because it, it added some depth to him and it was, I don't know. I like that we didn't just always see calm, cool, and collected Kaz. I feel like for me, I also appreciated like the non-collected calm, cool Kaz. I feel like it was too much of the story was him just unraveled. And I was like, okay, well, you're kind of ruining this illusion of Kaz being like this strong evil calculated person because he's just he's not calculating anything why why is he passed out and again like another thing like in the beginning of the book he mentions his brother a whole bunch and we're like I know nothing about your brother I know nothing about your history with your brother and then in the middle of the book we get the backstory of him and his brother and I'm like why did you not do that at the beginning Yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, when you're reading a book, it works when it's, like, just slightly mentioned and you're like, oh, what is that going to be? And then you find out later. But it's when it's, like, every character and everything that you need to know is not told to you until you're, like, way past when you needed the information. It's not fun. (laughs) Like, it's not a surprise. It's like, okay, tell me that 40 pages ago. Yeah, because, like, by then... I was already invested in the characters without knowing their backstory. Like I, they, like the author had successfully made me like and appreciate all of the characters with like, without knowing the backstory. So it's just like, why bring it up? Why not just like introduce them almost as completely new characters? Agreed. Rant over. Um. Despite our rants, we did like this book. <laughs> no, we did like, I feel like if it wasn't for the middle, it would probably be a nine. Or I would at least be confidently able to give it an 8.5. Fair. I just feel like so- something ab- about it for me was just missing. Like I just didn't find it as interesting as I found say like dance of these or vow of thieves i was just like i i read it because i wanted to know what was going to happen later but i wasn't like excited to read it you know i feel like i was pretty excited to read it in the beginning um <laughs> not in the middle though <laughs> I was gonna say when you were like I feel like something was missing I was like are you gonna say juiced (laughs) freaking juiced um also another like kind of fun twist that I wasn't expecting was when um because now I'm, I'm at the point where we're talking about the end of the book where there was like consistent twists which I enjoyed because I didn't know what was going on but I liked it um when we found out that oh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this name, but when we found out that Bo Yul Bauer had 
died and the person that they found was his son. I was not expecting that. No, I, I was also shocked. I like that they decided to like um, grab him though. Mm-hmm. And not instead of kill him. murder a child. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's a little as much big. as I love murder and I think it's whimsical. <laughs> I really thought Kaz was going to drown. Oh, I know he's the main character and it doesn't happen, but I thought, you know what? He could die. Like it kind of works. So I was I was accepting that he was gone when he like swallowed all the water and I was like, oh. But no, he lives. Yeah. On to the next story. I feel like I did kind of like the dynamic between everyone where like everyone kind of hated Kaz a little bit. Like even like when Nina was saving him and she was like, I should just like fucking let you drown yeah. for like going off on your own and blah, 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 blah. Um, so I did kind of like the dynamic between all, like all of the characters in Kaz. Um, I feel like I would have been upset with his death, but not as much as some of the other characters. Like, I feel like I like other characters more. And I feel like he's like notoriously a very popular, like, quote unquote book boyfriend from like book talk uh, book talk has terrible taste in men <laughs> i do like that in edge was like strong enough to be like look no i get all of you or nothing i appreciated that yeah i really feel like the last part things just kind of like fucking accelerated like um there was also the part like when nina was going to take the parem so that they could all escape their escape was also like very hectic and stressful yeah i i'm excited to find out like what happens to nina mm-hmm. um in the next book like if she is addicted now or if uh She's one of the few that can do it once and is fine. Oh, I hope it's, I hope it's, I hope she's fine. And I, I also, I like that Inage got taken. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we're going to see like a, a softer side of Kaz, which I feel I like feel he's like going to have I, a bigger arc in the next book for sure. Yeah. Cause like, I, I like that he had like, his weaknesses were shown in this book, but I just thought it was like too much weakness and not enough anything else. Mm-hmm. I need, like, I'm ready for his like emotional weaknesses now. Yeah, like you want you want some growth. Is that what you're saying? Character growth. Yeah, I want I want some character growth. What can I say? Um, yeah, no, and I feel like, um, I actually like have a sticky note where when Inej says uh to him. Like, I will have you without armor or I will not have you at all. And I thought was like a really good quote for me. Like, I was like, that is profound. Yeah. I-, I love that in Edge was like strong enough to be like, no. Yeah. I liked her. I liked all of the characters, really, except for the ones that sucked. <laughs> I feel like that's a really redundant statement. I liked all of the characters except the ones that I didn't like. Okay. 
<laughs> Leave me alone. I like the way you use your words. Thank you. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any any more fun facts to say, or would you like to tell me your favorite character? No, I have two more points. I'm surprised you don't have more points because I feel like there was like a lot of twists in the end that I was not expecting. I have a lot of random points. They're not necessarily tied to much. Mm. I, I have two more that are like that I want to get off my chest um the first one is finding out that um the person who or john venek was never actually like tied to the council and he when he double crossed kaz i that shocked me that was exciting that's when you knew everything was going wrong you're like Mm -hmm. and finding out that like because when he um when he was like recruiting Kaz, he was like, it's for like the good of the nation. And like, we don't want it to get into the wrong hands. And like, turns out his hands were the wrong hands and he was tormenting his son. Very mean to Wyland. And then like the fact that Wyland was like changed into the like original, like the guy that they were trying to break out son or whatever like that was I was not expecting that either I was like oh I thought it was just gonna be the son yeah I did I did like that because uh Jasper was all sad that Wyland wasn't hanging out with him on like the the boat ride back I know and then he found out it's because he was like transformed and I was like I wonder what that's going to do for their romance. I don't know. Excited to find out. I haven't started the next book yet. Me either. And then like the last point I had, like the last kind of um, twist that I wasn't expecting was finding out that Jess. Was finding out that Jesper was the one who sold out. Kaz like granted it was an accident but when I read that line I was like holy shit I know I was like what no that's what when I read the line I was like excuse me however I would have liked it more if it was intentional True. I think it would have been an exciting segue in into the second book where you're like, oh my God, Jesper is not a good person. Well, I guess they're all criminals, so who's really good, but <laughs> you know, I feel you know like, what I mean. Yeah. I feel like I also would have liked that better just because I feel like it would have had a bit more of an impact for me. I feel like some authors like get scared of like making big like changes with their characters you know what I mean and I feel like this is kind of one of those times yeah but she introduced and killed off juiced right away so I don't know why why oh my god I'm not letting that go I'm gonna I'm gonna find juiced fan club on tiktok I will find these people 
if you relate let me know oh my god um yeah those are all my points I feel like I had way more points to talk about than you did in this book but that's okay do you have a favorite character Mm, I honestly think I like Wylan same (laughs) he was just panic doing everything (laughs) it worked out though yeah and I feel like I always really like the comic comedic relief characters I'm like I feel like if I ever have a favorite character it's either because I have a crush on the fictional character or it's because they're the comedic relief character yeah yeah. I I also really liked Inej I think she's a close second. Close third is obviously Juiced. Um, Might be my number one. I don't know. I'm bitter about it. You're doing a great job of um, hiding it. No, yeah. I I think you're right. I like um, Inej and... Wyland's the best though I think Wyland's the best um, yeah definitely by like a landslide um do you have a favorite quote I actually have a few there are a few that I found amusing so I don't know which one is my actual favorite yeah I there was definitely a I I also had a couple the first one I really liked was uh it's not natural for someone to be as stupid as he is tall and yet there you stand (laughs) I like this is another one of um Kaz's lines um when we find out that Wyland is the guy's son and he goes you're passable at demo you're excellent at hostage I was like oh savage but one of my first favorite quotes guess who guess who said it it's actually <laughs> That's actually a juiced quote. Um, when he was talking about um, Anya, and he was like, maybe he could compliment Anya's laugh, except he never heard her laugh. He wasn't very good with jokes. I thought that was funny. I did like juiced. <laughs> you see? There's... I did also like um, I forget what the line is but he was talking about her eyes and he's trying to decide what color they looked like to compliment her right because she had like brown eyes and he was like oh, it would be so much easier if they were green or blue yeah instead her eyes were brown lovely dreamy melted chocolate brown rabbit fur brown (laughs) i thought that was funny i also was another one that i really liked towards the end we'll set fire to raisins or whatever you heathens do for fun i think that was matthias right yeah another quote that i have from him that's like not um 
definitely a different vibe but it was when him and nina were fighting and he was like has it ever occurred to you that maybe you weren't meant to exist and i was like i could not i didn't like that fight i think those are all the quotes that i made note of i was like the ones that i find mildly amusing same okay yeah i have two more quotes um another one from matthias when he was confronting his old um person his old like leader like yeah his old leader sorry i think his name was brum yeah like yarl brum yeah um but when he said the life you live the hate you feel it's poison i can drink it no longer i was like holy shit incredible this guy has a way with words um and then the last quote that i have was nina and it was after they like made up and like we're getting a little cute and this one was just really relatable she was like she knew she should say something profound something beautiful in response instead she spoke the truth if we make it out of here alive i'm going to kiss kiss you unconscious i was like i've been there where i'm like i should say something better probably just gonna say something dumb yeah i i like their story together I think they have the best kind of storyline within the book. At least the least the first book. I mm-hmm. know who knows. But anyways, yeah, that's kind of all my points. Me too. I don't have much to say. Um, really, this was a fantasy book about Juiced, um, a young boy who died too soon. The rest were side characters that happened to make it till the end. Seven point five, seven out of ten. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. Um. So yeah, obviously next week we will be continuing, or next episode we will be continuing the duology. Um. Which is Crooked Kingdom. we'll see what happens next do you have any like predictions for um i can barely summarize a book that i've actually read i don't think i can give a prediction for a book that i've never read i feel like maybe there'll be like an all-out battle or war Mm -hmm. with um between the Grisha and uh, the, are they called the Dur- Durskulls? Durskulls? I don't know. But you know what I mean. I feel like between the two groups, there's going to be a battle. That's what I want. It does say a war will be waged. Oh! <laughs> Incredible. Look at you go um right after i said i wasn't good at predicting things personally i'm predicting that um juiced is gonna make an appearance in this book don't tell me (laughs) i'm gonna read this whole book waiting for juiced (laughs) imagine someone related to juiced appears i'd be so excited 
Um, yeah, that's what I got. Me too. I don't, I don't really have anything else to add. Um, can't wait for book two. If you want to follow us on social media, our Instagram and Twitter is at bookbevies and our Gmail is bookbevies at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.